the college experience week 10 FCS college football preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/btv. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/btv. We're also brought to you by Riffer. Riffer is your home for mini podcasts from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Subscribe to our Riffer channel today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's R-I-F-F-R. This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience week 10 FCS college football preview selection Sunday coming this Sunday for FCS college football. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking homebrew making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. How are you pal? Good man. What's going on? Big weekend in FCS football here. I can't wait. I mean, should I just tell you what's going on? Let's just, let me just give them a quick. Yes. Oh, we are at the final Saturday, the final Saturday of the college football regular season. I mean, you got playoff games, teams trying to clinch certain conferences to get an automatic bid to the playoffs. Yes. Even teams that have already got the automatic bid for the playoffs are playing for seeding rights. Can you imagine what this would be like on the FBS ranks? But doesn't matter. FCS does it right. And this is why we're going to get a 16 team playoff starting next week. I can't wait. Um, I'm pumped, man. I mean, you know, usually in the fall, we pay attention to the FCS playoffs some, but now just to have the total, you know, focal point on them. It's the only football going on. This, this, this playoffs should be really fun. Are you guys doing like a bracket challenge or anything? Yeah, I think, I I mean, I think we're planning on something like that. We're going to try to figure it out. Love it. Um, but I mean, this is a perfect example to like the first game that I lead into is Sam Houston state at incarnate word. Now with incarnate word, getting upset a week ago in a game that I was right on, you were wrong, buddy. Got to call you out there. Northwestern state got the dumb. One of the few, one yeah. of the few I was wrong on. Um, but uh, Sam Houston state clinched. And this is my argument to Patty C uh, who, who somewhat, even though he wants the playoff, he says, well, it lessens the regular season, you know, and Sam Houston state is a team that has already clinched. They're playing with incarnate word losing last week that that was looking like this game was looking like it was going to be the winner wins the conference, but with incarnate word getting upset 
a week ago, Sam Houston state clinched, but check this out. They still have to play. Yes. They're automatically going to be in the playoffs, but seeding is at stake. So it, it, it is essential that they win this game. Uh, if I think if Sam Houston state's coaching staff is saying anything, they're saying, guys, we want to get the top seed that we can get, you know, to get the, you know, the best the, or the worst team we can schedule essentially. And, yeah. What's that? And I mean, you want to be firing on all cylinders going into the playoffs. Now um, Sam Houston state's had a really good offense this year, but the last couple games, not quite as prolific, you know, they've had some struggles offensively. So especially going up against incarnate word and their complete lack of defense, this is a chance here for Sam Houston state to really get that offense looking sharp and crisp, ready for a tougher challenge in the opening round of the playoffs next week. Yeah. And Eric Schmidt, their their star quarterback kids, a stud, but the last two weeks kind of been throwing a couple picks. Uh, see if they can fix that heading into the postseason. With uh, you know the guy's got 1,600 yards passing in five games, uh, almost so even almost seventeen. If you were to round it up, it'd be seventeen hundred yards passing, uh, completing sixty percent of his passes, ten yards of completion, thirteen touchdowns, seven picks, having a great year. And I think they're they're a real candidate to win. Like I, with, I think North Dakota State and JMU are having down seasons. Yes. Could they still win the national championship? Sure. But I think the door is open right now for a Sam Houston state for a Delaware for a North Dakota, you know what I mean? For a South Dakota right. state. Um, I, I, so I, I think this year is, is fantastic thus far, but Eric Schmidt got to get back on pace. Cause the last couple of games, although still playing solid, still playing good. He has Too been, many turnovers. He's been more turnover prone and, and, Incarnate Word's got a freshman quarterback in Cameron Ward who's got 22 touchdown passes in five games. Freshman. In- Incarnate Word can score. I mean, you know, the, last week they they lost 49-47 to North to Northwestern State. I think on the year, I think their lowest scoring output is like 42 points. Yeah. Now, but Incarnate Word just has zero defense. I mean, they lost what two or three weeks ago. They lost 75, 45 to Nichols. And then, I mean, Northwestern state, the, before this past game, the most their offensive scored was 24. So they doubled the, their highest offensive output at putting up 49 on Incarnate Word. But yeah, Sam Houston state here. I don't think they're going to like rest their starters or anything. I think they're going to go full out. They're going to, you know, put, put some, put up some points on the board. A lot of points. I expect probably at least 50. And I think they're going to do enough to not only beat uh, uh, incarnate word, but I think they're going to cover too. I think yeah, they want to be sharp. They're laying 13 and a half points guys, 13 and a half points. I mean, I, I you think you're going to, you're going to take the, you're going to take the favorite there. I think so. You know, I I've been wrong on incarnate word pretty much all year. <laughs> so uh, I'm definitely not locking anything up here, but I think Sam Houston state rolls here, you know, I guess the only uh, motivation incarnate word has now is to potentially play somewhat of a spoiler, but not really because they wouldn't be keeping Sam Houston out of the playoffs. So I wonder what their motivation is and just their utter and complete lack of defense. I think Sam Houston state rolls. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to back you on this. I think they're going to, uh, they're going to just barely cover this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to say it's going to be back and forth between 14, 21, maybe even come down to seven, but then Schmid's going to put, shut the door on them. I'm going to lay the 13 and a half too. I, I do worry about the backdoor cover, especially, you know, say Sam Houston States up 28 entering the fourth quarter at that point, maybe rest your starters, 
protect them from injury. And then, you know, maybe incarnate word, they have a solid offense. They might be able to get like two garbage time touchdowns to, to, you know, get right around that number there and potentially backdoor it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is a sneaky game. I mean, I, I just think the motivation is still a big enough factor for Sam Houston state to win this game and play their top game. So uh, agreed. Um, okay. Let's get down to Gardner Webb at Charleston Southern in North Charleston, South Carolina at Buccaneer field. Nick, the last time these two teams matched Charleston Southern won in a nail biter 30 to 27 back in 2019. I think Gardner Webb's, you know, I know it's a three game season, but I think they're heading in the right direction. Had a lot of chance to watch them this year uh, in that short span. So um, this line currently at uh, Charleston Southern minus six. Now the Buccaneers coming off of a, uh, a nice performance against Robert Morris winning by 13. Um, the game prior to that, they lost by 18 to Monmouth and then they lost to Kennesaw state by five. So Car- Charleston Southern clearly better than probably their record indicates. Those are two good losses. Um, you know, I, I'm actually going to take Charleston Southern. I think minus the six, where, where are you going? I'm going to take the points. Actually. I don't see a whole lot of separation between these two, uh, you know, Gardner Webb's only played three games all year. They beat Elon and Presbyterian and they lost to Monmouth uh, lost 48, 19. But as we're seeing here, Monmouth is a really good team here. Um, so I don't see a whole lot of separation uh, on the other hand, Charleston Southern, what uh, they're two and one, I believe. No, that they, no, they're one and two. So they lost to Kennesaw in a pretty close game also lost to Monmouth and they beat the one team, Robert Morris. Um, I, don't, I don't like laying that many points here. I think when you, when, when you see two fairly, you know, equally matched teams, um, I'll take the points. Give me Gardner Webb. That's a tough one. I mean, both these ones opening up uh, tough, tough spots. All right. This one, uh, major implications on the line here. Uh, so in the pioneer league, San Diego travels to Indiana to take on the uh, Valparaiso uh, Crusaders. Now this one, uh, the winner still could be in the playoffs here because Stetson travels to Davidson. If Davidson wins, they're in. If Stetson pulls the upset, which Stetson, believe it or not, I mean, they got housed by San Diego and they're zero and four, but early on in that game, they were actually up against San Diego. If Stetson somehow pulls it off against Davidson, then the winner of this game, San Diego Valparaiso will get a ticket into the college football playoffs. That is why this game is compelling. Uh, it's, it still matters here. And and by the way, San Diego laying 12 and a half in Indiana, it's going to be, I mean, it's probably not going to be too cold because we're kind of out of the winter. What do you think? Well, you know, last week we were laying 17. I think we were both on San Diego and we were, <laughs> We were really sweating that game out. I mean, they were playing uh, Stetson, a really bad Stetson team, and San Diego was down ten to three at halftime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted they outscored uh, Stetson thirty-one nothing in the second half and actually covered, but I just get really queasy about laying that many points with this Torero squad, especially when they're traveling to the Midwest, to Indiana, long, long travel here. I think San Diego wins, but. I don't know. My hunch is that's too many points. I'm going to take the home dog. I'm going to say San Diego wins like 27, 17. Something I like love that. it. I love it. I'm on that same side. Valparaiso in a great spot. I think to uh, with 12 and a half points, not that crazy to sprinkle it on the money line. 
Not that crazy. To you me. think so? Not that crazy. I think uh, uh, San Diego's got a lot to play for. I mean, they've been the pride of the conference too. But um, I'm just saying, I expect it to be you know ten points or less. Ten points Hold or on. less. So are these games at the same time? Yeah, I was hoping. Okay. I was hoping that the Davidson game was earlier, so then San Diego would lose the momentum. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or no, I'm not the momentum, the motivation. But right. uh, no, not the case. Not the case. Okay, uh, this one. Int- well, let's get over to Stetson and Davidson because here they are. Stetson, despite them being winless, only a nine point dog at Davidson, and the triple option kind of keeps teams in the game because Davidson runs that triple option. They bleed the clock, and uh, by doing so, they never really blow out anybody. So uh, what do you think? Stetson nine, nine and a half points. Is that sounding good to you? Well, this is, this is the second time these, these teams will play each other uh, this year. I think the, their first game, both teams, first games, uh, Davidson won by six. I think Davidson's a lot better now. Uh, now I told you, watch out for Presbyterian last week and mm. Presbyterian, not only did they cover against Davidson, they won outright. I think uh, Davidson will be extra motivated to not only, you know, bounce back from the defeat last week, but also to make the playoffs here. So I think they'll keep their foot on the gas and just cruise past the Hatters. Give me Davidson. And actually let me lock it up. Davidson's never been to the FCS playoffs. This would be fantastic for them. Uh, and, and you know, you get to Davidson, Tyler Phelps needs to have a good game. He struggled a little bit in that Presbyterian game, the quarterback. I understand it's triple option, but uh, when you throw, normally you have an advantage of having open targets because the defense is so based in on that run. And boy, do they have a great run game with Dylan Sparks and Coy Williams. Phelps also has 312 yards rushing as well. So uh, I think that's going to be a factor. Um, but I think I think you're right. Give me Davidson. I th- I, I want to see Davidson in the playoffs. All right. I'm lo- I'm locking it up, man. You. I don't know that I'm locking this one. Uh, I don't know that gutless, I'm locking this wonder. one. Um, but I will take Davidson minus nine. Okay. We're going to go big sky here. Both these teams reside in the big sky, but they did not play in the big sky this year. Montana opted out. Montana state opted out. Portland state opted out. Well, Montana and Portland state square off in Missoula. Montana just played a, a, a D two school last week and just destroyed them. Bobby Hawk, you know, former Montana coach, won a national championship there, came back just a year ago, led Montana to the playoffs. And then uh, with them opting out, this is one of the only games uh, they have this, the only game against another FCS opponent, Montana laying 18 and a half. We don't know what to expect out of Portland state, the Vikings, June Jones's alma mater. Um, What are you, where are you going here? This is really a tough game to handicap because it's basically a spring game. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're grabbing a, a local team or you know somewhere in, in in your same region, and hey, let's play a you know some spring ball. Let's play a spring game. Is it being treated like a preseason game? Are they going to get like a lot of guys' looks? Are they going to you know try to evaluate you know players on the two deep or the three deep or something? Who knows? Yeah. So just without knowing, <laughs> are they, are they really going to try to win? Are they going to play their starters the whole game? I'm going to take the points and ride Portland State. Really weird game to handicap, so I I would advise just staying far away from it. Yeah, I was about to say that to stay away from this one. Like, yes, Montana played a D two school a week ago, but and Portland State hasn't played anybody traditionally. You'd like to go with the favorite there, but once again, Nick bringing up a good point of not knowing they might start a quarterback that's not you know 
you know, uh, or they might after the first quarter ba- bench their starting quarterback, go to the second string. I have no idea what they're playing for. So I think you have to take the points. If you're going to bet this game, I wouldn't bet it though. Agreed. Uh, moving down the line. This one I love. I love this matchup. This was added recently. Southeast Louisiana at Southern Illinois. And what it was, both these teams have been in the top 25, right? So they added this game at the hopes of an at large bid, right? Which I know uh, might not happen, might not happen, but I like the aggressive style. I like, you know, saying, Hey, let's try to get this fucking thing. Let's try to get in this thing. Southern Illinois, you know, we, uh, that's a team that destroyed North Dakota state earlier in the year. So why not? And, and here we are. They just added this thing. We saw it. It was basically, this is basically the BYU coastal Carolina of uh, right. Right. Of this FCS season. So kind of love it, man. And uh, where, where are you going? Uh, by the way, uh, Southern Illinois laying five and a half points. So what what do you what do, do they really have a chance at making the playoffs? I mean, I know they have nice wins over North Dakota State and Northern Iowa on the year, but they're also on a two-game losing streak, and they haven't played in three weeks. Their last game was uh, what uh, March twenty-seventh, where they lost to Missouri State. I think I think they still have. Look, I'm pulling up, and this is a shout out to Sam Herter. Been on the show before. He 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 writes over at Hero Sports, covers FCS college football. His projection was uh, at the moment, uh, you know, uh, all the conference winners essentially. He, his auto bids are Weber State from the Big Sky, Monmouth from the Big South. Monmouth's already clinched that. Weber State as well. JMU in the CAA, which we'll get to in a minute. I mean, this was his projections because some of these games have to happen. But uh, the teams left out, NC Nick, uh, Missouri State is on the bubble left out. All right. Really? Okay. They are the first team out. Missouri State uh, doesn't play though, so the, uh, his opinion is they're not going to make it. Villanova, uh, the second team out, right? Mm. Which Villanova has a chance. They play Delaware, who's currently <laughs> that would be a huge win. Uh, in that he has Delaware at so you have your ten auto bids, and then you have six, six, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, at large. He right. has his at large being Eastern Washington, Delaware, North Dakota, South Dakota State, Richmond, and Mercer. Right? Okay. Okay. Now, I think the Mercer one is arguable. I think you could definitely make a case that Villanova deserves to be in over Mercer, or perhaps Missouri State, or the third team he has on the outside is Southeast Louisiana, the Lions. Um, and then Austin P. And then after that, I think Southern Illinois is in that conversation, but I think the the bigger story, the better chance is for the lions of Southeast Louisiana. But so this is a, essentially a, you know, a playoff game in a way. I mean, regardless if they make it or not, these teams are playing for the playoff. I'm going to take the points too. Uh, I like this Lions team. I was on them uh, last week when they went into Nichols, where I was getting uh, right around the same five, six points, something like that. And uh, not only did they win, uh, well, not only did they cover, but they also won uh, outright 52 45. So, I mean, this is really a, a kind of a contrast in styles because Southeastern Louisiana can put up some points. I mean, that whole conference is just crazy as far as the uh, offensive production. Yeah. Uh, but they don't play a whole lot of defense. Uh, you know, meanwhile, um, Stone Lebonowitz. There you go. And Southern Illinois, you know, they, they play more of a traditional game where they're not going to put up 50. You know, they're not. They're not going to win, you know, 50 to 42. They would, they want to keep the game in the twenties or so. 
Um, so I think this favors, I think, you know, I'm going to go with the road team getting the points. Um, yeah. I like this line school. I'm going to go with Southern Illinois. The Salukis. I know they haven't played in a while, but I think this is a uh, potential to still be cold. And I haven't played in three weeks. I, I still kind of like it. I Missouri Valley football, you know, is, is there's a reason why they say it's the best conference in the FCS. I think they're going to make a statement game. And by the way, I should add in Nick, you look at these, the, if, if it goes according to what Sam Herter projects, you know, Mercer plays this weekend. Mercer could lose, right? Right. Uh, right. Richmond plays JMU. If Richmond loses that Villanova plays Delaware. So those Herder has them projected Richmond, the 15 seed Mercer, the 16 uh, Villanova, the, the, the first team out um, that a lot of spots could free up. South Dakota right. state is the 14 seed. They play North Dakota state. If they lose, do but they fall? These, yeah, that's a big question. Cause you know, if Delaware loses or if South Dakota state loses, those aren't bad losses. So I don't think they automatically get jumped by uh, a team like Southern Southern Illinois. I know, but, uh, but Delaware is potentially, but Delaware is playing Nova, which is the top team out, which I think you could argue as that 16 seed with Mercer. My point is I think Delaware, even if they lose, will probably stay in, right? They should, they should, but I think there's some, some wiggle opportunity here. The 14, 15 and 16 spots I think could be open. So definitely uh, this is still a playoff game. I think give me the Salukis. Give me stone Lebanowitz. You can't no, fade stone Lebanowitz. Dude, I'm close to hitting 60% all year picking every game. So I need a, a strong finish here and that's going to start with Southeastern Louisiana. That's on ESPN plus. Uh, 10 a.m. on the west, 1 p.m. on the east. Okay, we just talked about this game. Delaware at Villanova. You know Villanova's won the last eight matchups in this in this series, but most of those were before Danny Rocco, former Richmond head coach, went over to Delaware. Uh, and now you have this matchup, which is just this is a playoff game because right now I just I just touched on this. Villanova currently uh, on the outside, according to Sam Herter, but barely. Barely. So, I mean, that, that could be subjective there. Maybe, maybe the committee puts them in. They got a strong pedigree back to the days of Howie long uh, and Bryant Westbrook. What do you think though on Delaware laying six and a half at Villanova? The history says, take the, the wildcats and the points here, but I like this Delaware team, Nick. And I was not impressed with seeing Villanova a couple times. I see them this year. I'm going to lock up Delaware minus six and a half. Well, that's road. a question. What Villanova team do we see? The I think they've only played three games all year. The first two games, they they won one, dropped one, but both were low-scoring, ugly games against pretty inferior opponents. And then uh, their third game two weeks ago, they put it on Maine pretty good. I think they won. Uh, what was it forty-four seventeen? I think it was. Uh, so you know what Villanova team shows up here? But either way, come on, man! I've been telling you all year. This is the year of the state of Delaware. I'm riding the Blue Hens. Go ahead and lay the six and a half. I think Delaware and that strong, strong defense. They take care of business. They lock up their berth in the playoffs and watch out next week for the blue hens. And you, you cashed in on Delaware state plus 26 or something last week. <laughs> did you see that ending? I did not. All I know is that they covered for me uh, in the final 30 seconds, my friend, the final 30 seconds, they got that other score to cover that thing. I was That's the heart of a Hornet right there. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's skip down the line. That's an awesome game. I can't wait to watch that game. Mercer. Excellent. 
at Sanford. Another, another heater over here. Well, and this is what's interesting here is Mercer currently projected in, right? As an at large by Sam Herter, but you go not that far on the outside is Sanford's about, I don't know. I mean, they're not in, but they're, they're definitely like, I think seven to 10 spots on the outside. I think their chances are done, but maybe, maybe, I mean, crazier shit's happen if they make a statement game. I don't know, but this is a Sanford's been playing a lot better in the second half of the season. So Stanford's playing really well, man. Now I told you that uh, when, as soon as they brought in Liam Welch, a quarterback, that offense just freaking took flight, you know? Um, but it is an air raid offense and they haven't played in three weeks. You know, you know, the air raid is all about timing and precision. I wonder if they're a little rusty coming out the gates here and Mercer has everything to play for. Uh, I'll take the points, man. You know, I, I expect a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if Sanford won, maybe by three or four or so, because Sanford is playing really good ball here. And, and Sanford, but, uh, Sanford's favored by five, just so the audience knows. I think the play is to take Mercer as well. Definitely. This is a great game. Maybe to a watch. little uh, money line sprinkle too. There you go. All right, I want to tell you guys that the College Experience FCS Week Ten Show is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas Experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive an offer up to a five hundred dollar risk free bet. Are you kidding me? What a great deal! Terms and conditions do apply. Get the details at uh, winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Look, download the app today and put some money on the Mercer bears. Come on. Got to do that. I also want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas, better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks over at the better than Vegas profile page. Better than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a, a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out nonstop. Make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss any of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. This is an interesting game. This what you is, got? I mean, the Citadel, who's really kind of gotten hot at the right time is traveling to Southern Virginia to take on VMI and VMI coming off that loss of VMI wins. Nick they're in right They're in, they haven't won a conference since the seventies. All right. Wow. This is a big moment for them, but at the same time, they're battling their own adversity. This team is depleted by injuries. They're start. They're on a, a freshman quarterback who's played really good in his two outings. They're on a backup center. They, they're down on a couple other key positions. Can they hang on triple option against air raid? Uh, I don't know. This game's, this is, uh, this is must watch TV for me. The last time they played two years ago, VMI did win 34 21, but can they overcome all this? The Citadel also has, has been looking better the past couple weeks uh, with the win at Wofford 28, 24, and then a big win uh, against Furman, their rivals 26 to seven. I, th- I don't know, man. What do you think about this? The line, the line in this game, let me uh, pull this up again. Um, is where is this line? BMI minus five. Ooh. So everything that you just said, plus you got two military schools here who are also big time in conference rivals. Um, yeah, this should be a great game here. I think I'm leaning on, I'm leaning towards taking the points here. 
I think Citadel's playing the best football they've played in a couple of years now. You know, you mentioned the two straight wins over Wofford and Furman. Meanwhile, the wind is a, a little bit out of the of uh, VMI sales here. Um, I think VMI could win here, but I really like that five. This is a tough, close game here. No team is going to win by more than a field goal. Give me the points, buddy. The key debts have been one of my favorite teams to watch in all of college football the past year. That includes FBS. I'm taking look. They had a week to think about things. They Bring had a off. week off to think about things. Give me the key debts minus five. They figure it out. They win 28, 21. They get it done against the bulldogs of the Citadel. I'm glad. I'm glad Citadel did did not have a week off because they're playing hot here. There's no reason to, you know, cool them off here. They're going to ride right on in to Southern Virginia, whatever city VMI is in and at least cover. Well, I can tell you that first off it's Lexington, Virginia, but, uh, uh, I can tell you that I like when a team has two weeks to prep for a triple option. Certainly helps. Yeah. Certainly helps. Uh, Presbyterian, the blue hose, NC Knicks blue hose are at it again in kind of a meaningless game, but Hey, Presbyterian looking to have a winning season. They're three and three Drake in Des Moines, Iowa. They're two and two. Someone's going to have a winning season. And I guess that's what they're playing for momentum moving into the fall. Here we are, Nick Presbyterian catching five in Des Moines. What are you thinking? This is a tough one, man. I went back and forth here. You know, I was on Presbyterian last week. They came through for me, uh, but something like just the travel to Iowa here for a meaningless game. I think I'm leaning Drake. I'm think I think Drake can win by a touchdown, cover the four and a half or five point spread here. I'm gonna go with the home team. I'm on the blue hose, man. Are you? We're getting okay. a difference here. I, I just say take the points in a game where no team, I don't know what they're playing for. Give me the points. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, now we got a dandy. A game that we could potentially see again in the playoff. And I'm shocked at this line a little bit. The Richmond Spiders. And I want to give a special kudos to JMU. JMU, di- this game was not on the schedule. I mean, yes, they played earlier in the year or they were supposed to play in the year earlier in the year and COVID happened. But as of a week ago, this game was not supposed to happen. And JMU was going to make the playoff, right? Cause they, they're, you know, a blue blood in the FCS. Richmond had been deprived of their opportunity to play JMU. JMU still schedules this game. Now, now yes, JMU is essentially playing. If they win this, they can still, you know, win the out the at large spot. So there was some interest for them to do this. Because Delaware and Villanova, the winner there, uh, and and I think that it matters how many wins. So if both teams go undefeated. My point is, if Delaware wins and James Madison wins, the team with the more wins, since they're not facing off uh, against one another, the team with more wins will get the automatic bid. And then, but JMU was going to be in the playoff, whether it was automatic or whether it was at large. So they're taking a bit of a risk by doing this. Um, I, I love that this would never happen on the FBS, at least in the power five. If anything, we saw right. the opposite in, 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 in the FBS with the way Ohio state, Michigan and Florida ducking uh certain, I mean, the last year was just pretty ugly down the stretch. Even Cincinnati, even in the group of five Cincinnati ducked Tulsa, they were supposed to play at Tulsa. They ducked that game so that Tulsa would then have to play the, the championship game in Cincinnati. So this is the, the be- I'm telling you, man. I mean, look, I love the FBS. I love college football. We love college football. 
but that was pretty ugly last year when you saw all those teams ducking certain games, certain teams playing with 35 players out. Other teams have five players out, not playing. Exactly. Um, well, this is one where they got it right. In my opinion, right. You know, good, good for the good. Yeah. Good for the FCS. Good for JMU here. But all right. And I guess the game is hopefully third, third time a charm here. They were yeah. supposed to play March 20th postponed yeah. then April 3rd postponed. So now the spiders go in uh, to, to James Madison stadium here. And the question is, I mean, JMU, yeah, they're four, no undefeated. They really haven't looked all that good in the process. Maybe with the exception of the last game where they really put it to William and Mary 38, 10 and quarterback Cole Johnson had his best game of the, of the season here, but I'm still not completely sold. And I think if you're giving this spider team 12 and a half, then I'm going to take those points here. I think JMU probably wins here, but I think it's like a seven or 10 point game here. You agree with that? I definitely agree with that, man. And I, I mean, I've been fading JMU a lot, and that William and Mary game definitely made me eat my words because JMU's defense was. That's the thing is JMU's defense is legit, even in the games that really they got tested against Robert Morris uh, and against uh, who was the other one? Elon was it? I think I think it was Elon. Yeah. Um, their defense and special teams played huge the whole game. And that was their deciding factor. Yes. The offense ended up, you know, it was sputtering, but they found their rhythm late in the, in the second half. So they were able to do that. But the defense and special teams has been the anchor of this Duke's team. But at the same time, I like what Richmond's got going. Give me 12 and a half in a rivalry game, Nick. I'll take but, the tw- 12 and a half, but we don't really know who Richmond is. It's I mean, true. they've only played three games all year, two wins over Elon and a win in a close game. Uh, uh, versus William and Mary. So yeah, they could get I, smacked. <laughs> they could. I think they're a solid team here. I think they can do enough to keep the game close against a JMU squad. That is not as good as prior years, but uh, I'm not going to lock this up here because there's always a chance w- that James Madison just rolls. Uh, but yeah, give me Richmond to cover. Yeah. Uh, I say take the points until we learn more. All right. <laughs> What's the playoffs are happening. Uh Southern Southern university travels to grambling. This is a big rivalry game here, man. Grambling has been a mess of a season for a team that was coming in pretty good. You know, having a good season the the year before this is on NBC sports. Um, The last time these two teams played Southern won 30 to 28 in a dandy, but grambling's had a crazy season. Yes. The COVID issues, but also their offensive coordinator was fired. It's just been chaotic. Uh, in their short season. So Southern laying seven and a half at Grambling, but this is a rivalry game, Nick. Do we just ignore that fact? Because I know Southern. I've been impressed with Southern all year, but at the same time, I feel like you gotta throw the the record books out here, right? Yeah, you know, you never feel great laying more than a touchdown in a rivalry game. But I'm gonna go ahead and do it here because Grambling's trash. <laughs> Grambling's you know, 0 and three. Oh, yeah. and three the losses to Jackson state Prairie view and pine bluff. And they haven't played since March 20th, but look, even the Jackson state and Prairie view games, all a one score game pine bluff. They got their ass kicked. Um, but I, and I think the, the, that that's the real concern is I think by the, by around the pine bluff game, they had fired their OC and I saw, uh, I think they named another person OC and then they left. I don't know. It seems messy in that locker room. So I will back you and go Southern minus seven and a half. Although meanwhile, Southerns look good. Who, who's that quarterback? Ladarius Skelton. Yeah, that his name? he can play, man. I'm a fan. He, I'm he a fan. I think, so, I, I, I think Southern rolls here. Actually, you know what? Lock it up for me. Southern wins by double digits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree, man. Southern's playing good ball. Okay. Moving down the line. We got a Patriot league championship game going on. 
I don't know if you know about this one. The Holy Cross Crusaders and Connor Dejenhart playing for a shot in the playoffs, Nick, against the Bucknell Bison. Now, I will say this: Bucknell looked pretty fucking good a week ago. Bucknell, or no, two was it two weeks ago? I think because last week they uh, they they had their game canceled. Uh, no, actually, Bucknell. I guess it's been a minute since they because they lost to Fordham the game before that. So uh, yeah, this is going to be, I I'm assuming this is the 16 seed in the playoffs because <laughs> you would think so. Wouldn't you? But Hey, Holy cross is undefeated. So what do we know? Connor D Hart. Look, we don't, this guy's a part of the brand of the podcast here. <laughs> Connor D Hart, you know, he's, he's laying six and a half this game being played in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. What do you Where, think? Why? What's what's Lewisburg, Pennsylvania? <laughs> I'm assuming that's where Bucknell University is. Is it? Okay. I thought, uh, I thought for some reason I thought Bucknell was more more northeast. Let me double check. I this. could be wrong. I am not sure. You know, there, there has to be a reason why they picked a town like that. <laughs> it's not like it's in Philly or something. Uh, it yeah, it's in uh, Lewisburg, so it's at Bucknell. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go home dog here. You know, I know I, I love Connor Dejan Hart. I think Holy Cross wins. But uh, they're not just going to go into Bucknell and win by more than a touchdown here. So give me the Bison. And this is on CBS Sports Network, guys. This is a nationally televised game. Shout out to the Patriot League, Nick. I can't just I can't just fade Connor Dejan Hart. The last time I now this is the scary thing. Maybe I should go Bucknell because they haven't played. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Cross hasn't played since March 27th. Now they did it's win by ten, tough, man. It's tough. <laughs> uh, no, I'm still going Holy Cross. Connor D. Jen Hart, are you killing me? Are, are, you, are you kidding me? I mean, Jesus, can't even fucking talk. Uh, he's look, he's putting together a great year. He's thrown for 128 yards total. <laughs> <laughs> how is this? How is this a thing? He's averaging 60, 64 yards a fucking game. And you still want to lay six? No, and a half? I'm taking the points. <laughs> I'm taking the fucking points. Give me uh, the bison minus six and a half. How are they do? But here's the thing. They've won by double digits, both, both games they've played this year. Strong D strong, <laughs> strong running game, strong D that kind of, uh, you know, Northeastern Pennsylvania brand of football. We're all accustomed to, <laughs> oh man. I mean, uh, 64 yards a game. Hmm. Maybe it's his breakout game. He's on national TV. Said, as you said, this uh, the winner of this game will be the 16 seed. They'll probably play JMU or or North Dakota State or South Dakota State. They'll probably get whipped next week, but it could be a fun game because hey man, you know the winner goes to the playoffs. And I think this is one of these matchups they've played like 500 times. Uh, one I'm of the sure. I think it's one of the oldest uh, oldest games in, in uh, college football. So we get to sit back and enjoy this one. Okay, um, yeah. Mississippi Valley State. Jerry Rice is alma mater. This is a shit game we're doing here. All right, zero and three Mississippi Valley State at zero and two Texas Southern. Michael Strahan's alma mater at BBVA Compass Stadium. Last time they played two years ago, Mississippi Valley State won thirty-five to fourteen. I guess I'll take the Delta Devils plus two. <laughs> uh, I, I want to take the home team here. I'm a revenge from that 2019 game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'd be lying if we have uh, yeah, great insights into this game here. Uh, but I always fade Mississippi Valley. They seem like their whole sports program is, is really garbage. Uh, I think Texas Southern, the closer to, to, to more talent, give me uh yeah. Give me Texas Southern, Texas Southern, the home team minus the two. 
Texas Southern lost to Prairie View back on the sixth, twenty to nineteen, on the sixth of March. Um, but then Southern smacked them by twenty eight. Uh, meanwhile, Mississippi Valley State, you know, they had They're hanging tough. Well, they got destroyed by Alabama State, but Alabama State's actually decent. They hung yeah. tough with Arkansas Pine Bluff, only a seven point loss. They did get destroyed by Jackson State. I got no feel for this game. <laughs> me Give me the dog and the two points. Um, all right. Now, now we get to one, which could be a preview of the national championship, South Dakota state, the Jackrabbits. This is, this is FCS football at its finest uh, travel to the Fargo dome to take on North Dakota state, the bison, the bison are laying one and a half points, man. Um, I, I'm gonna. I'm all over that, and I think you're gonna. I know South Dakota State's your team, my Jackrabbits. Um, but I, I'm gonna be all over uh, taking the Jackrabbits as well. I just think they're the better team. The offense has played better consistently the whole season. I still worry about the North Dakota State offense. I watched that game against Northern Illinois right. or Northern Iowa a week ago. Still right. got concerns about it, man. So. Um, I'm a little concerned about the layoff here for, for, for South Dakota state. I think it's been two or three weeks. Uh, so North Dakota state might be sharper. North Dakota state's one. I think the last three matchups between these two schools here, but this is a year of the Jackrabbit. Uh, South Dakota state will go up North, go into North Dakota state, go into that damn dome here and get the W probably lock up the number one C for the whole playoffs. And this is a rivalry game that goes back to 1903, Nick. Wow. 1903. How to watch the Dakota marker rivalry. This is a big one. Um, yeah. Hold on. So you're on South Dakota state too, right? I am yeah. correct. Um, better offense. Yeah. I think that's the difference. Uh, this is, this is must watch TV though. This is must watch TV. This is the best game of the day. It's the best fucking game of the day. Look, I love Agreed. Villanova, uh, Delaware. I love Richmond JMU. A lot of these games are, are awesome because of their impact. This is one that could be the national championship. Is this prime time? This what time we got on this game? Uh, Twelve thirty West, three thirty your time. Okay, perfect. Um, n- yeah. Next up, Butler. Zero and five. Butler. They need to fucking find their Gordon Hayward channel. Their inner Gordon Hayward. Zero uh, and five. Butler at. Morehead State. Morehead State playing better lately, man. I kind of like Morehead State, man. This- they're they're channeling their their uh, inner Phil Sims. <laughs> I don't know that I want. I don't know that I'm on board with that. Not, never been a big Phil Sims fan as a commentator. Well, he was a, he was a pretty good player. I mean, I think no, he, he was a good Bowl. player. What yeah, do you think about on. that argument? I, I was in, you know recently talking with uh, Real Money Kramer, and he thinks Eli Manning's a, uh, a Hall of Famer, and I say. No, 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 and I no. even say, uh, dude, I think Phil Sims is better than Eli Manning. He took better care of the ball. I think Phil Sims, <laughs> he's not in the hall. I think Phil Sims is a better quarterback than Eli Manning. What do you think about that statement? Uh, I don't know about that. I think I think they're probably pretty equal. I, neither should be in the Hall of Fame. I, <laughs> it seems like lately, like we're just letting everybody in. Like they let like Edgar and James in. Dude, the, the, like, the, come the, on, he had like yeah. two good years. The argument for Julian Edelman, who has thirty six career no. touchdowns, I'm like. If you no. if you put him in, you're opening up everybody. I mean, like yeah. Why don't we just let everybody? Yeah. In? If you're putting him Anybody in, that's played more than three years. Hall of Fame. <laughs> if Come on. If you put in Julian Edelman, and look, I think Julian Edelman was a very good football player. I like uh, you know he left it all out in the field every time I ever watched him. But you put Julian Edelman, you you're opening up a door where like Lionel Manuel 
and uh, Mervin Fernandez or something, or, or who else? Uh, I mean, Bill Brooks. You know how many old school? Uh, I mean, Albert Connell, maybe Nick. Uh, the Hall of Fame is to celebrate greatness. Yeah, Eli Manning has never been a great quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, and, and even, you know, Jordan Edelman's a hell of a slot receiver, but come on, not Hall of Fame material. Give me a break. I mean, how many people you want in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Do, do you seriously want thousands upon thousands yeah. of players, or should we keep it a bit more exclusive for the best of the best? And then they say like, "Well, Edelman's got great postseason stats," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, Never. he played on a he played on a great team." I mean, Heinz Ward's not in the Hall of Fame, and he has like 86 touchdowns. Yeah, right. And I don't think. And, uh, look, I'm a I'm a Heinz Ward fan. Great blocking wide receiver too. They, they, there's no stat for that. Uh, he's not in the Hall, and I'm okay with him not in the Hall. Well, like all of these little slot guys, they have the rule change to thank because they would be nowhere near as you know, their stats wouldn't be nowhere near as impressive in the eighties when defenders can get their hands on them a little bit. Yeah. Nineties now too. in yeah. space, they can, you know, cut in and cut out and everything, you know, I mean, I, like they're good players here, but not hall of fame. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, with that said, th- that's our analysis of the Butler Moorhead State game. Uh, Moorhead State <laughs> minus nine here. Moorhead State coming off of that big win. I don't know if you know this, Nick, but Valpo had they won last week, w- would have if would have been in control of their own fate. But Valpo got upset by Moorhead State in a game me and you were on. Uh, and now with Valpo losing that, now they need a lot of things to break just for them to make the playoffs. Meanwhile, Moorhead State won two in a row, man, and even. I'll be honest. The last four games Moorhead State's played go back to March 20th against Stetson. They win by 17. After that, they lose a heartbreaker to Davidson by three. After that, they beat Butler 35 to 14. So they just played Butler back on the third. Then they took down Valpo 28, 24. I'm laying nine. Give me Moorhead State minus nine. I all know. day, yeah, all day long. Butler is trash. The fighting Phil Simmses of, of Moorhead State. They're putting a couple things together here. The offense actually looks pretty sharp. Uh, yeah, I mean, not only did Butler already lose pretty badly to Moorhead State, they got beat by Drake 33-7 last week. They are packing it up for the year. There's no way they keep this within single digits. All right. Next up, we go to Flagstaff, Arizona, where the Vandals take on the Northern Arizona Lumberjackers. Um, here we are. I mean, this is one Idaho, a two-point favorite. I got no, I mean, this, <laughs> this game, Northern Arizona beat Southern Utah. Like I predicted, Nick, like I predicted, you, you did, uh, I, I'm on this. Uh, this is a far trip. I know they're the both playing domes, but give me, give me Northern Arizona plus two at home. Well, I look, I love a home dog and I love a lumberjacker. So I'm going Northern Arizona. Yeah. Uh, this game, I mean, not really playing for anything. So give me, give me the home team as a home dog. Um, then we, we go over in this one, uh, Prairie view, uh, catching a point and a half at Arkansas pine bluff, Arkansas pine bluff been the better program over the past 20 years. I'm going to ride with the golden lions at home in a meaningless game. I agree. APB man. I think they're actually playing, you know, some pretty solid football this year where I think Prairie view, I haven't seen much of Prairie Prairie views undefeated, but they've only played Texas Southern and Grambling. (laughs) Yeah. And and when's the last game they played Uh, the 13th of March and, and look Grambling, they beat by seven Texas Southern is bad by one. Yeah, they haven't played in a this month. A APB man, this is a lock, man. Put out an APB go. on the fucking Lions, the Golden Lions, to fucking destroy the Panthers of Prairie View. 
Um, all right, guys, I want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by Riffer. Yes, the sports gambling podcast is now on Riffer. Uh, Riffer is your home to many episodes and free picks from the SGPN crew. It, you know, if you guys don't have time to listen to an entire episode, well, Riffer is, is a you know perfect quick fix. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the SGPN page by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Riffer. That's R I F F R by the way. Um, so check that out. It's really cool what they're doing. All of us over there, you know, uh, giving away basically small little podcasts. So get over there, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, South Carolina state. who seems to be p- pretty good. Actually. I know they're t- two and one. They're they're heading up to uh, Dover, Delaware, to take on your Hornets. That that backdoored you. Uh, you know, the last time these teams met was on March 13th, and South Carolina State won by eight, 17 to nine. Now South Carolina State laying six on the road against your Hornets. I'm all over South Carolina State. This might be another lock. No, give me give me my Hornets, man. What I <laughs> what I keep telling you, this is the year of the state of Delaware. The fighting Joe Biden's here. He went to that university. I, actually, actually, I don't think he did. I think I think he went to like Villanova <laughs> or something. <laughs> but let's pretend he did. <laughs> Delaware State. Look, they're not that. They're not that good. But they did enough to cover last week against Delaware. They're going to take that momentum from covering that spread in the final seconds, getting that that late touchdown on their final drive here, and uh, they might just shock your South Carolina State boys coming up to Delaware. Uh. Uh, what's his name? Went to uh, Del. He he did go to the, no. Joe Biden went to the University of Delaware before uh, earning his law degree at Syracuse University. Uh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Okay. So he, but he, well, he's a blue hen essentially. So he's he he uh, probably uh, didn't watch any well, of that game. He doesn't seem like a football he, guy. He spent some time in Dover. All right. He's got his <laughs> footprints or his, his fingerprints plowed, on that program. He's <laughs> plowed a few women in Dover. He's probably done the the less miles. You're crazy here, dude. South Carolina. I don't feel good about this game here, but I got to ride with, uh, you know, the state of Delaware, which I've been repping all year long here. So Go I, I like the South Carolina state team. I think they're better. This is a lock, lock it up, lock it up. <laughs> APB, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, South Carolina state. <laughs> Lock these two teams you're, up. You're putting some money on some questionable programs here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, the, just listen to me here. All right. Now we go to uh, Alabama A and M, fresh off of a nice ass whooping of Deion Sanders and uh, Jackson State at Alabama State. This is a con. I, I like both these teams really. Now Alabama A and M. Look, I hadn't watched their first. They've only played two games. Their first game, I didn't watch. Right, I did not watch them against uh, the likes of South Carolina State back on March sixth. Now I did catch them last week, and right out the gates, I go, "Who the fuck is their quarterback?" And then I, to no surprise, after watching that game against Jackson State, I'm seeing that this guy might get drafted in the NFL draft. There, there, there's wow. there's talk of him being a steal in the draft. Akil Glass, this dude's a stud. All right, he was dropping dimes all over Jackson State. He's only played two games, Nick. 42 of 73, 712 yards, 10 yards Woo. of completion, uh, 58% completion percentage, 10 touchdowns, three picks. This dude's a stud, man. I'm telling you, he was just dropping dimes all over Jackson State. I, I'm telling you, anyone that just 
we had like 10 game, 10 games on at once. And when you, it, you'll see like a play or two where just a player is just standing out to you. Right. Right. Dude, this is that guy. I, he, I was watching some of these passes and I remember like me, me and stacking the money green. were talking. I was like, who the fuck is this quarterback? Who is this quarterback on Alabama A and M? Because he's got he can ball. Now at the same time, is Al- that good enough? I was going to say, is that good enough to go into Alabama State and win by more than four and a half? I don't know because I kind of like this Alabama State defense. I'm I'm actually this is actually an intriguing game to me. I think this is a really intriguing game and I th- in state rivals. And I think they're actually playing for something here too. I think they're playing. Uh, perhaps I don't I don't know how they do it for their matchup for next week because they're not part of the FCS playoffs. Right. So I think this one might have uh, a meaning behind it. Uh, I, I don't know how that works itself out. I know they're, they got to play in a game, but I don't know the celebration bowl normally against the MIAC. I don't know how the fuck they're doing it, but well, either way, you know, it's an in-state rival, you know, a, a state that has lots of talent here. Like you mentioned the quarterback here. Uh, so you got a, a team on the road laying four and a half in a rival game that screams, take the home dog. And I will ride with Alabama state. You know, both schools are solid and M might get the win here, but give me the points. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the points at home. I was impressed by the Hornets defense uh, many times this season. So I agree here. Okay. Here we are at the end of the road here, Nick. I want your, your top two plays of the weekend. All right. So I locked up three games. Can I give you three? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Three is better than two chance to win more money. Davidson minus eight and a half against Stetson. Okay. I kind of like it. I like it. Southern minus seven and a half on the road at Grambling. Uh, Yeah. I like that one too. Cause Grambling seems to be a mess internally. Right. Right. And Mercer plus five at Samford. Mm. Do you want to mess around and get, you know, a little frisky with a teaser? That's Mercer plus 11, Southern minus one and a half, and uh, Davidson minus two and a half. Oh, I really like that teaser. Get over there and and, get, and do it, buddy. I'm, I'm I'm on South Carolina State minus six on the road at Delaware State. You tease that thing down to, to, to zero, but I think they're going to win outright. I think they might win by double digits. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff against Prairie View in a meaningless game, it seems like, but still. Prairie View hasn't played in a month. They also kind of a, a, a counterfeit two and zero. Oh. Pine Bluff's legit, laying a point and a half. So that means if you tease it, you're going to get four and a half. Um, and then uh, my 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 other locks were uh, where's my other lock? Who's my third game here? Somewhere in here, somewhere in this mess. Um, where was it? I locked up another team somewhere in here. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go Southern minus seven and a half at Grambling. I think Grambling's go. a mess, but I, I thought I locked up another game. I uh, did you mention APB? Yeah, I did. Oh, I think okay. I think th- that's the one though. I think it was uh, Southern against Grambling. Oh no, Delaware. I li- also like Delaware. Uh, so look, you can do fourteen fourteen teaser here. Delaware, you can, you can bring that down to minus a half. Delaware is the better team this year, man. Danny Rock was a big difference uh, in this rivalry game. So can't wait to watch this action. What's the game you're most looking forward to South Dakota state, North Dakota state. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be. That's the most implications. Uh, after that, I would think you have to say Richmond JMU, especially with us being born and raised in the, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. 
those are the, the two games I'm going to try to uh, watch all of this coming Saturday. Tune in. Playoffs start next week. Yeah, selection Sunday. Uh, this Sunday. And then also next week, there is three games going on in the SWAC. All right. So you will get regular season SWAC football next week as well as FCS playoffs. So nice. we got football coming all there we go. around. There we, a real playoff. Subscribe. Can't, I mean, tell a friend about the podcast. We handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game. And we are the college football experience. Uh, so make sure you subscribe, tell a friend and uh, yeah, look, you know, we, we, me, Patty C NC Nick have been handicapping every game for over four years. All right. Been over 500 picking every fucking D one game. All right. Each and every season. Um, so we give you all those picks for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. We also uh, give out our locks, which are way over 500 for free sports gambling podcast.com. Check out the, the college football picks page to see all of our picks. Um, look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm going to try to charge you for is, uh, if you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. I want this pilot. All right. Give us a five-star review talking about you, how you want this pilot. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but just get over there. Give us a five-star review and uh, say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot of your review, tag me at the Colby D we'll send you a college experience t-shirt. All right. Brand new fucking t-shirt. You'll be going down the street, hanging out with your fucking friends. And all of a sudden some, some Rebecca you're hanging out with's going to want to just absolutely, you know, probably go down on you. Something crazy. Probably take you out, do something. Maybe she'll take you out, pay for your fucking barbecue, pulled pork sandwich. I don't know. Point is you wear a nice shirt. Your chances at success improve. All right. Could go the other way around. If women are listening, maybe it's the opposite, you know, maybe old Roger, Roger Lodge. Remember Roger Lodge? Is he still doing something? <laughs> what, 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 what show is he? Was he like cheaters or something? Or uh... he also does like angels baseball. I feel like though, but, but, uh, <laughs> was it cheaters? Am I right? Something like that. Right. It was one of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe Roger Lodge is listening. Once a college experience. It's a good porn name. Yeah. It's a good, that's porn a name. great porn name. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, at the Colby D uh, send me your, your, your review and we'll hook you up. Uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, make sure. Hey, if you like FBS college football too, make sure you check out our, our early way too early week, one week, two previews talking about the upcoming FBS season, kicking off in uh late August, early September. We got you covered here on the college football experience. Make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast on Twitter as well at the SGP network and check out all of their great content over at sports gambling podcast.com. And then check out the Slack channel telling you what the most up-to-date way to, to know everything about whatever sport. I mean, we got just a, 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 it's like, imagine like a shopping mall full of DJs where there's all the, and each store you go into is a different fucking sport. You know what I mean? You could find a, a fucking bobsledding. You can find fucking John Candy's fat ass cool runnings. You can bet on that. And I'm sure there's some type of bobsledding chat going on in the fucking sports gambling podcast Slack channel. All right. Every sport you can think of baseball, everything. They got you covered. Get over there. Check it out. All right. This is the college experience FCS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we're out.